a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Box full of trim sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. We on this thing? We're going to get this thing going or what? Come on, come on, come on. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah. Just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live with you every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can re-listen to the show, share us with your friends, or uh, with over 3,000 hours of your listening for your listening pleasure. You Who calculated that? Did you calculate that, CR? Well, if you go by the number of shows that we have, uh, carry the one, divide by two, and then oh, multiply oh. the, uh, you know. Yes, you use the uh, broadcast calculator. Well, it's pi uh, r squared. Disseminal, uh, dissemination technique that is, yeah, that is, yeah, that it's, is right. It's really highly technical when you get into the podcast world and all that, so. My name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and no, I don't got to do that now. It's not even, it's not even, you know, a thing when beef's not here. So there's no need to, uh, to <laughs> no need to say anything that. else. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, Ty Wire's the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the, Gate gets open, fires up the old pot belly. Is tie wire twisting wires this morning? Yes, sir. I couldn't see anybody. I couldn't hear anybody. I didn't. Was, to you know why? Because it's dark now. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Dark when we do the show, when we start the show in the mornings. And uh, hey, you go through the summertime and it's like midday. It's time for lunch. I'm waiting for Sanders to bring change? me a It's got to be coming here soon. Huh? T- time change. Oh, I think it's like a week, two weeks. Yeah, all back. But of course, they may have passed some legislation that we didn't catch. This because they're talking seriously, talking about just getting away, doing away with it. So, if they did away with it, which one would you want? Would you well, want the the fall back or spring forward? Uh, I don't think it matters once you just stop it, right? <laughs> Well, I know, but people have grown up with it. What are you, you're drinking hot tea? Yep. Golly, what is that? It doesn't have a, a aluminum pop top on it. It's an actual normally coffee mug. I'd say coffee mug, but you have you have a tea mug. Back. It's a tea mug. Uh, it's normally lovely. It's got petite flowers painted all around. Normally, I'm drinking a. Normally, you're drinking. <laughs> Normally, I'm drinking. Normally, I'm drinking a straight whiskey and scotch right now. Mix. For, 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 bourbon scotch mix is a fantastic <laughs> drink. Uh, no, I. Uh, uh, <laughs> my wife Sorry. forgot to buy the normal drink that I. Oh, oh yeah. It's, yeah, right. And it, it's not terrible because it's cold outside. If it was a hundred degrees outside and I was trying to drink hot tea in the morning, it would, mm-hmm. it would not be a happy place for anybody to be around. Well, 
it's at the, least I've been drinking a a V8 Energy, which is a green tea and fruit and vegetable juice, uh, you know, mixture. Well, how healthy of you? That's what I've. That's been my. I, that took place about I don't know two years ago. Over uh, two or three years ago, I started drinking those instead of a Dr Pepper in the morning. So, okay, but now, so, it's ladies tea. and gentlemen, that's your health your health tip for the morning. Yeah, don't take any health advice, legal advice, any of those. Uh, Matter of fact, don't take any advice from us at all. Yeah, that's probably your best bet, <laughs> except for buy your guns. Yes, at McBride's guns. Well, that that now that is some advice that I will stand behind. McBride's guns. You're just, uh, the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, on our right to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shop, the one we trust with our constitutional rights is mcbride's guns family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer whether you're looking for that new rifle shotgun personal care special order firearm the staff at mcbride's can help deer season rifle deer seasons just a couple weeks away you need to get over there and get that rifle have them slap a nice scope on there for you good to go they have youth model as well go where uh where we trust the folks they know what they're talking about when they're selling you a firearm what um you can find McBride, same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-512-472-3532, 512-472-3532, or just go online at McBridesGuns.com. McBride Guns. McBridesGuns.com. Our right. McBride's, our hometown gun shop. And so you I was think we're say- kidding about your 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 uh your guns being at right. risk, your gun rights being at risk. Well, mm-hmm. your president uh, just last night said he's coming for our assault rifles. Oh, yeah, yes. Assault guns. Assault guns. Oh, he's going to uh, come get them all. Yeah, he's, he's he said, I've done it once and I'll do it again. That's what he says last night. So he doesn't know. There what you go. He, did. he doesn't know what he did before. I don't think he did anything before. No, right? he only did what somebody else did. He just jumped on the bandwagon. Uh, it's, you're right. It's 53 here right now. It's 40 at Estes Park, just so you know. 40 at Estes Park. Sounds miserable. I love Estes Park. I anything below 50 is I'm not a fan of. Hey, um, shout out to our friends on the east coast florida and up the east coast um man they had a they had a tough week i was thinking about it last night while i was in bed and my house is there and the roof is still on it and here in texas yeah in texas right. here and right. my stuff is still in my yard yeah and i was just thinking how many people were going to bed last night and nothing's there yeah displaced yeah. Yeah, it's a it was a major deal obviously and uh yeah, and prayers go out for those folks. It was you know, it's kind of it's kind of interesting in that uh the last major bass tournament that I have happens to be in the center just south of Orlando in the direct direct path of the hurricane so it'll be interesting to see what if if that takes place what you may uh, not have there may not be hotels there may not be anything there yeah you can use because they'll be used up yeah well that'll be part of the interesting you know deal of this thing but uh but it'll also be you know an opportunity to, to possibly to to do something bigger and better in that Man, area it'd be, yeah it'd be really cool cool if you guys get down if the npf and it would be classic npfl to go down there and do something for the people absolutely and well whether I, you fished or not you know yeah well i'm sure NPFL. if we go down there we're gonna fish it's it's just the way it is but you know hey i but, got 
let's say let, i want to talk about that on the flip side during your fishing segment i want to talk about what you're going to get to oh do we got there. plenty of fishing stuff to talk about i know it doesn't feel like fishing season but oh my does to me i'm just waiting for that call to say hey i'm i'm going come on no come on i'm waiting who's, for that call who's taking you I was hoping that was you. Oh, 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 right, 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 right. right. <clears throat> you forget about all those years in that little black mean 15 champion bass boat. Now, I don't forget. Trained Here's the you deal. Up, trained you up. Here's Taught the deal. You is use a pop bar. You don't like fishing. You only like catching. And so. Hello. It has to Everybody be Everybody only likes catching. Right. But how do you think you get on, go on catching <clears throat> trips? You have to go on fishing trips to find where those fish are that okay, you well, like look, to catch. I need you to call me after Not you find easy. them. <laughs> yeah. Now there hey, you I go. Hey, I got a, uh, I'm getting some text from uh, Virginia and folks are wanting to know two things. One is does Beto have a chance no <clears throat> next he deserves and no more airtime than that where are you going in florida he has a house and connections there well i i have <laughs> well, uh, well uh, call me have your people call my people uh i'm we're we're supposed to be fishing the uh lake toho Kiss me chain. Kissimmee? Kissimmee. There's a, yeah, why do I always say that? Kissimmee. Uh, maybe because I. Because you have your time down. I talk to my wife. I say, Kissimmee. Hey, <laughs> hey Kissimmee. A Kissimmee. Now go get me some of my regular drinks. Uh, you forgot <laughs> about my V. Now go back uh, to the grocery store. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Making me a sandwich. Oh, a spaghetti terrible. sandwich. Yeah. So uh we're still a few weeks out on that deal i think it's four weeks until we're supposed to be down there so well dan you know shoot man DeSantis over there man that dude rocks that stuff out that place would be rebuilt by then in four weeks with ron DeSantis running that operation oh my yeah shoot i'm just i'm just proud of you know if i was to say anything i'm just proud of uh biden and him talking and he you know He's pretty hard on Biden, and rightfully so, but it's good to see him uh, to see him talking for to see them talking to each other and and hopefully just getting stuff done. And uh, man, there's no time for politics. Let's just get our, our friends over there in Florida organized. And we've done it before. And uh, something else that needs to be organized the maintenance of your vehicle everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust but we use our friends at sun auto service their family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978 it's no joke they've been around they take care of you they hadn't been around for that long for nothing it's because they take care of you you can find out deals and great maintenance tips on their facebook every single week sunautoservice.com 405 West Slaughter Lane 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and the newest location in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620 go see our friends sunautoservice.com coming up next we'll talk fishing on the flip side dude uh, what's I up with those walleye What's I don't even walleye? want to. I can't believe you even mentioned it. It's the walleye I, guys. I've been getting hammered over this deal. We'll talk about it on the flip side. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag. All right, welcome back, regulators. 
the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny with Cody Ryan. Beef steak is out today, but Ty Wire's in the house. Hey, for the third year in a row, the number one drive appeal for the number one drive appeal among light duty pickups. Well, of course, it's the Ram truck, according to JD Power. And we're making our huge inventory at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Hundreds of new Rams, even better from the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership in Central Texas during Nile Maxwell's Ram Power Days. Truckloads of the new 2020 crew cabs, quad cabs, Lone Stars, heavy duties. It doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection, and we're ready for anything at the number one chrysler dodge jeep ram dealer in austin texas come save thousands at now maxwell supercenter 62183 in austin see all savings online at now maxwell supercenter.com and you can you can also go to and sit with them and have one custom built for you i got a couple of buddies that are that they went down there can you imagine how cool is that go down there and custom build anyway i think it's going to be the way of the world here soon you know i just you know you get exactly what you want it does take a while and take a couple months to get it but unless you're in a rush i mean you're going to get exactly the color exactly the style exactly the interior it's just that's just cool now maxwell supercenter.com it's a lot cooler than what's happened in the walleye fishing world and has absolutely i don't i i'm so sick of this story already i have never (laughs) in my life been tagged sent messages sent text messages been called over an incident in fish in the fishing world more than these stupid walleye cheaters walleye fishing cheaters it's it's wild that i mean it's kind of funny because there's been incidences where people have gotten in trouble cheated in the past even this year and uh and gotten caught but it's really funny that this is the one that absolutely blew up it's all over social media it's all over news outlets and press releases and i i i was just laughing every time i'd get a message about it or somebody would tag me in something about it i'm like yes i've Did your mom send it to you oh i don't even know i quit looking at them i quit paying attention to who <laughs> sent them but uh and and, and i do appreciate it like i don't want to yeah. down yeah. i don't i i love that people think of me not with cheaters, but with a fishing related story. Right. And that it right. gets sent my direction with the, you know, anything fishing because there's, I mean, at some point there was a, a, a point where I hadn't seen the story or heard about it. And really I, I passed it up for about the first, I kind of ignored it the first five times I saw it. Cause I could care less about a walleye tournament, to be honest with you. But Dude, walleye tournaments are a big deal. Well, there can a be. Yeah, deal. I mean, up up when you get up there in the walleye country. Yeah, it's they a say big the same thing about a bass tournament. And say, I well, bass fishing jack legs. Well, and that's the ir- irony about it is I started seeing, and that's what really ticked me off is I started seeing people comment that did not know that it was a walleye tournament comment because these guys had fishing jerseys on you know a lot of the anglers did that they started commenting all oh, these dang bass fishermen and for you know bass fishing cheaters or whatever and i'm like oh. whoa 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 cowboy so what had happened for those that don't know um the walleye fishing tour walleye tour walleye pro tour it's just a big deal it's yeah a big deal. I, it's a it's a big tournament for the walleye anglers, and uh, a lot of these guys do have sponsorships, and you know are yeah full time like anglers. Fishing. It's a big right. deal. Uh, uh, but they fish in teams. That's something that I think is interesting. 
they fish in teams, um, meaning they have a partner. So it's a two man team. Uh, for the last couple of years, these two uh, two guys have been kind of, you know, the guys to beat, apparently, from the sounds of it. I don't know the walleye world, but I take it that way. They've made over $300,000 just in the last couple of years in walleye tournaments in this major series. Three hundred grand's not, not a nothing to, you know, shake a stick at. So they come into the weigh-in. Uh, they have 33 pounds on four fish of walleye which blows the tournament out of the water everybody else i think next biggest bag was like 15 pounds or 13 pounds or something like that so they absolutely disseminate anybody else that was fishing that tournament but a lot of the guys were really up i i could tell you know you had guys filming on their phones uh you had guys filming them weighing in and immediately saying there's no way there's no way they saw the fish you know you know what a 30 pound bag looks like i'm sure if you're a tournament angler or or walleye angler you know what a you know that caliber of fish has to look like just like as a bass fisherman you know if a guy pulls out a couple of four pounders and he has 40 pounds on five fish well that doesn't make a whole lot of sense right well, I know what a four pounder looks like versus a right, an eight right. pounder. So uh, there were guys already commenting in the background before they really busted these guys. So I'm sure they had some protests made, and uh, they they checked their fish after they weighed in and uh, found weights, big weights in the belly of these fish. Like they, I think it was like eight pounds worth of weights or something in the belly of the uh oh they got greedy yeah it got bad they got greedy so you know of course then it turns to and the irony about it like a buddy and i were talking just from the weights that we saw on some of the videos and things the irony about it is it sounded like they would have won regardless without the weights in the belly of those fish so uh whether they had caught those fish that you know then or not too you obviously you question everything once you once you are in that category of a cheater uh and not like an unintentional cheater you know it's not like they mistakenly did something you know uh like forgot to clip their life jacket when they started their big motor or you know that this is a this is a different level this is felony level activity these are uh yeah this is a bad this is a bad deal what so i wonder do they uh i wonder if they're catch and release are they releasing these fish no that's that's part of the other thing that i noticed uh with these walleye tournaments that i think would solve a lot of this and maybe there's a reason maybe one of our walleye guys can tell us but one of the ways they can prevent some of that i believe is just like a bass tournament we have to bring our fish in alive otherwise we get a significant penalty right if we have a dead fish we cannot call a dead fish i mean there's there's rules uh that pertain to dead fish so you know it kind of takes out that hey i caught it i caught these fish over the last two days and been holding on to them you know kind of deal uh I think would prevent some of that because everybody's fish, it looked like, or the couple of bags of fish of walleye that I saw that they weighed in, we're all dead. And to me, I don't like that to begin with. I think bringing in a live fish is somebody's taking those, somebody's taking those dead fish, obviously, and filleting them out. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm sure the guys must be grabbing their own fish. Yeah. And taking them back. Yeah, so that's no, what it looked so like. They get rid of the evidence. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you they had what I mean? been doing. I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's got to be what it is. Is they're grabbing their own, their own fish. If they're not going to do a live weigh-in style deal, in my mind, then what they have to do is have somebody on the on the tournament series tournament circuit 
filleting the fish out behind the stage, right? Because then they yeah, get to, gotta have they something. get a visual, they get a hands on every single fish and get a visual. Well, and, but don't they also um, don't they also uh, do lie detector test on these I'm big sure, tournaments? I'm sure but they do, right? Lie detector are only so good, you know. I mean, there's really good liars i heard on a podcast the other day how to beat a polygraph it was on a mediator podcast the other day (laughs) i was gonna say are you listening yeah well that's why i had to that's why i had to substantiate it with a you know i wouldn't listen to like criminals or us (laughs) hey sneaking this sneaking this out to you from cell block six here in Huntsville, texas uh Wanted exactly. to let you know we created a podcast channel here with a old cereal bowl and a plastic fork and a spring from, from our the... mattress. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what uh, I protect my family with, and that's Altrua Healthshare. Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for a sportsman or entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed, but. Altrua HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's exactly how it works. It's literally that simple. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up next, uh, we've got news of the weird, and uh, this is definitely one that I need. Oh, this one of mine. Yeah, I need need some help on this one. So you get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. And this part of the show... Is where we usually do news of the weird, uh, but I'm just saying behind the scenes it's gotten very weird. As TJ was uh, <laughs> running around in a circle with a oh, you uh, couldn't see what I rug, was doing. A rug in his hand, shaking a rug out all the way around him. That was an old. That's an old cowhide that's on the floor, and I was trying to adjust it so I could scoot around a little bit. I thought you uh, spilled a cup of coffee or something no but i need to go get another cup of coffee we need to uh, at the at the top of the hour i'm going to have to go refill my nectar of the gods well cup. hey let's do news of the weird huh wild weird strange and crazy things can happen in the outdoors we seek them out and bring them to you each and every week it's time for the outdoor zones outdoor news of the weird So my deal on this. Okay. There's so much I like about this. Yeah. Well, I want you to go into it, but, and we'll tell you what the story is, but you have, imagine hiking, right? And you have these security systems, an SOS button, right? Basically, that's what a lot of these watches or these different, you know, uh, well, most, most folks, there are some options out there, but most folks, folks use the Garmin in reach. Right. So it's a Garmin in reach and you can push a, a button Satellite. that says, Oh my gosh, I need help. Right. Save yep. me. Come help yep. me. Yep. Um, one hiker recently did that with their Garmin in reach and got a response that I thought was, I'll let you go into the story, but I, I thought the response, I thought, no, if I, if I push that button, 
this is not how this works. No, I thought it was, I, this is the part I thought was awesome. Okay. So you're looking at a different, like, I'm not going to push this button unless I need your help. And yeah, but you got to take, take into consider. Okay. So there's this young lady, she's hiking across, um, across a 14er in Colorado. Let's see where she was castle peak. All right. She was at Castle Peak. She was trying to go across Castle Peak and down into Condundrum Hot Springs, which is a pretty good trail. Um, you could probably do it in one day. Um, I think that was what her plan was, but she got a late start, which first fail number one, not understanding your timing on your hike. You know, you start up too late. You're not going to get up and down before it gets dark. And, uh, number two is she got lost on the trail. So she didn't have her all trails or she didn't have whatever she needed in that area. And then, um, and so she gets out there, it gets dark and she's not sure where she is. She gets off the trail, not too far off the trail, but she gets off the trail, doesn't know where she is. So she pulls out her in reach and she hits SOS. And so that gets you immediately connected with the local rescue, whatever area was. This one was the Aspen rescue team. Um, I think it was right there. And uh, they responded back uh, and they assessed her situation. She didn't fall off a cliff. She didn't have a bone sticking out of her skin. She wasn't having a heart attack. None of that stuff. It was, well, I'm off the trail and I don't know where to go. And I guarantee the excitement level in her voice was not that calm like that. Well, they couldn't hear cause it was all text. So, okay. You know, it was that the in reach system works via text. And so, <clears throat> uh, she's, she's talking with them and they say, well, look, you're going to need to stay there overnight. And she's like, I, I, I don't have the gear. I don't have what I need. And they said, well, you just, you're going to need to figure it out. And they looked at the weather and they looked at the terrain where she was and they just, uh, they put it all together and they said, look, you're just going to need to wait there. We can't get a team out there tonight. We can't whatever. And, and typically a lot of these teams are volunteers. So I would look at the social calendar of the responding. <clears throat> yeah. You know, we've got a, this dinner thing where they drinking at the. Or they were like, out. No, yeah. Hey, start the of season fest. The whole crew's out here. We're yeah. At the bar on the bottom of the mountain. <clears throat> at the bottom of the ski resort. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they tell her to spend the night. She spends the night. And then in the morning, they tell her how to find the trail. They figure out where she's at. <coughs> they tell her how to find the trail. She gets back on it and makes herself down. And they never deploy. They never deploy. So and they all had I hangovers. thought that was killer. No, I, I thought it I was. I did. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure these situations happen. It was just very, like I was saying, like I, if I, if I go to the, if I go to the extreme of pushing the SOS button. Yeah. Like for you. For you to push SOS, your arm's going to have to be hanging like two arms cut off, one leg almost cut off. No, I would definitely get in the any fight. limb cut off and I'm calling. Come, come back here. I'll bite your bloody legs off. Yeah, it doesn't uh, have to be multiple limbs, just one limb hanging. And I'm, but I, I you know, <laughs> you could see these guys like, oh man, there's some chick stuck up there on, on, uh, on, uh, Castle Peak. It's only getting dude, to just text her tonight. and tell her just to wait there. We'll be there in the morning. Just text her, dude. It's your turn. Deal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, but, he's a jolly oh. good fellow. He's a jolly. <laughs> Take one down, today. pass it around. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Fourteen. <laughs> uh <laughs> no, we I, I, I can't make fun of these guys. <laughs> I may need them. One. I have an SOS on my Garmin inReach. Um, <clears throat> a couple things. One is I love, I love uh, 
that there's a lot of girls out there. And we had, we had Dixie who was a through hiker, um, on the Appalachian trail, started a YouTube channel, followed, I watched her do all the whole triple crown. Every, every episode she did, um, had her on the show, you know, two years ago. And, um, and that's when I really realized how many single gals were getting out doing hikes, solo hikes, long distance hikes. And I can tell you, it is, it is something to go do that and to do it alone. I'm telling you, it is hard for somebody to do just one night out there in the woods alone one night. So for those that don't know, I mean, it can be, and there's a lot of truth to that, you know, just staying the night by yourself in the woods, uh, in the woods, or even like out at the ranch out in the middle Mm -hmm. of nowhere by yourself. That's right. You know, where you start thinking about it and you think, well, where is the closest person closest help? Well, it's a long way away. Okay. Where's the closest hospital? Well, it's even longer and you know, those kinds of things. So it's What's uh, my longitude and latitude in case I got to send it out. Yeah. To somebody. And then, and just and, give me your address. <laughs> yeah. Over here by rock cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Two eleven. Uh, I'm at two way deer stand and, uh, yeah, the two way, uh, so girls hiking alone, I I like it. Um, and sometimes you just have to go out this, this young lady is going to be a whole lot stronger. I hope, I hope she leaves this thing stronger than when she, uh, started, you know, by having to do this. Uh, two overnight, they assessed it. You know, the weather wasn't, it's still not, it wasn't going to be freezing probably in the forties, maybe fifties, you know, it was going to be fine. She, she said she didn't have all the right gear, but you could cuddle up somewhere and kind of anybody can make it through a night. Um, it's going to be miserable. You, you, your brain's going to be going every minute. It's going to just tick, tick, tick. Um, yeah, you're not, you're not going to get your best night's sleep. No, but just about anybody can do a night. And, uh, and I just, you know, I just, I thought it was those guys assess this. They're the professionals. And so not every, not every SOS requires a helicopter. Yeah. I'm pushing that button by God. You're sending the helicopter. (laughs) Well, and you know, and that's fine. I get that. I mean, I I want them to know that my SOS is there a way you can like program your SOS button where it's like (laughs) no this no this is a real SOS yeah potential SOS or yeah this is is there like a level that you can type in once you push that button yeah what if you don't respond a lot of stuff goes into to motion that's my thought what if you're not responding what if you pass out what if you push it and you pass out dude I'm I'm like a hiker. I'm on the mountain. I, I get it. I mean, I know, I know what you're talking about. I, I've thought many times I've been in situations where, okay, is it time? Right. And, uh, and we didn't do it, but I, you know, and I think she was just, you know, just a scared girl. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure she's tough. I'm sure she's brilliant. I'm sure everything, I mean, and, uh, and this, well, just you gonna, and I've been on the mountain, it's gonna snowed be and it gets dark, you know, the darkness starts coming in and, yeah. uh, things look different. It changes mm-hmm. night time changes everything. That's right. That's right. And you can have the old, you can have, you know, if you re- if you're relying on your electronics and you break your phone, your phone dies. What I mean, there's so many variables, right? Or if you're not, if you don't know what you're doing, if you're not careful. But the one good thing is that her dad insisted that she have an in reach. That she was going out. No, I just made that up. Oh, I was like, (laughs) I didn't see that part of the story. but. But somebody, you know, she was smart enough to know. And, uh, and they talked her off. I, I just, I, I liked the story. I, it didn't okay. upset me. I thought it was, I thought it was a good use. Something else I like 
I like my buddy uh, Jeff Wilkinson over at Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Cody and I both, Cody Ryan and I both bank at Keystone Bank. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. It means you can pick up the phone and call and you will talk to somebody here in Austin. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. Everybody's gotta be able to just use your phone or your laptop to do your banking and they have it all at Keystone Bank. To learn more or to get started with the Keystone account, visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to their website, go to their website, keystone.bank for all their information. Keystone.bank for all their information. That's our buddies over at Keystone Bank. Coming up next, we've got Game Warden Field Notes, not your normal Game Warden Field Notes. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Welcome back, regulators. You can catch us 24-7, 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms. And uh, just go to theoutdoorzone.com. I'm TJ Graney, Cody Rines. Oh, yeah. And I'm Cody Ryan, and yes, I want to introduce all of you to one of our newest supporters of the Outdoor Zone and uh, radio show and podcast here, PartsView.com. It's an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. PartsView podcast, PartsView exchange talks, boating uh, and fishing, host guests discussing a wide range of topics of interest, of interest to boaters, anglers, and those of us who like being on the water. So They've got podcasts, they've got a YouTube channel with all kinds of videos on maintenance tips and all that kinds of stuff. You can find it all at partsview.com. Plus, even greater, the reason I found them, because I was looking for a maintenance kit for my boat, over 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands, brands like Starbright, NAFCO, Turning Point, TNH Marine, 303, Sea Choice. And the list goes on and on. Parts View prides itself on great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, and I can attest for that, helpful customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Partsview.com. Uh, hey, you know, Beef, glad to ordered, have them on board. Beef ordered his maintenance kit for his boat. Oh, man, did he use my discount code? I don't know, but he I did. don't have one. I just <laughs> thought that sounded that sounded like you know you would you would just say it and then say, well, but I can't let you use it. Yeah, that would be beef. Oh yeah, I have a discount code. Do you have? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You don't have one. Uh, uh hey, no, super cool. Yeah, that's super good. He needs to do maintenance every couple of years on that boat, whether he <laughs> uses it or not. Game warden field notes coming up. Let's do it. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So it's in your normal Game Warden Field Notes, I, but I thought it was a very cool story that I came across uh, here in Central Texas from the Highland Lakes dot com i think it is 
but it's a uh, they interviewed one of our local game wardens here. Uh, game warden Keegan Gold Gold Gould. Yeah, Gold Gould sounds uh can uh sounds Cajun, right? No. It might be. It might be. It might be French. Uh, French Cajun, Cajun French. You just uh, never Keegan know. Gold, uh, a lifelong bow hunter, and uh, he was a regular on the Animal Plant series Lone Star Law. He was one of their stars. That's the that's the TV show on Animal Planet with right. That's all about the Texas game wardens, which, by the way, is a really good show. It is. I think it's good. It's. I mean, it's. It. Uh, they follow some great game wardens and and do some good it's just, work it's just a, it's it's a good one i i enjoy watching it I, of course i'm a little biased because it's hilarious texas but yeah all game wardens are cool game wardens cool man one of the things uh so he gives a list of uh this article is bow hunting 101 with a game warden and i thought it was pretty cool pretty interesting not some of the advice i thought would come from someone you know, like a game warden, I guess. Well, uh, and, 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 and let's also set context to this. Uh, yesterday was opening day of archery season. Yeah. In the Lone Star State. Why are we here? What are we doing? Well, I know why I'm here because I look, I was watching and and the big bucks have not come out yet. There's one really wide pencil thin one I sent you the picture of. Yeah. That I could stick now. But there's some big ones out there that I'm waiting on. Now, I got some coyotes coming through there that might deserve a little slingy dingy from my four blade uh, muzzy. Do you shoot four blades? Uh, yeah, I'm shooting four blades. Uh, I can never get those to fly. Right. Yeah. I was Probably thinking about switching to some two blades. Yeah. I'm a three blade guy. Uh, so. Wait, let's get, let no, me get, cool. yeah. let me burn through this, man. Uh, bow hunting one hundred and one with the game warden is a story that came out and I thought it was some unique advice. Uh, one of the pieces of advice is, uh, he says, one of the things that makes bow hunting in this area so unique is the abundance of opportunity. And if you've been to the Texas hill country, you know, this to be true average of 147 deer per 1000 acres in the hill country. That's a lot of deer. That is so many deer. And they wonder why we put up a corn feeder so we can just put the smack down on them. Right. And, and still don't meet, meet the numbers. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. Uh, roughly three times more than any other region in the state. It's common to tell people, uh, tell people to be careful on their way home because of the dozens of deer you you are bound to pass on any given evening. Um, so he, he just talks about the abundance of targets that we have here in the uh, central Texas region. This is one of the things I thought was most interesting. He says, gear doesn't ma make the hunter. He said, people need to save their money on all the gimmick equipment out there, Gold said. While gear is important for a bow hunter, Gold said, practice and honing your skills beat out, beats out buying your way into being a better hunter. You know how many, uh, I really like that. I just, after 10 years, just switched bows to a newer bow and it's you not did? even a brand new one. Yeah. Yeah. I switched to my net, the next Matt, the, the uh, two year old Matthews that okay. I ended up with and Ben and I switched out a one that's 10 or 12 years old. I mean, yeah, I'm shooting a 15 year old though. <clears throat> I know I gave it to you. Yeah. 16 years after my, uh, 18, 20 year old bow was stolen. And I would rather have that one to be honest. Well, my, that my was a, 18 that was a special bow, but, but I love what he's saying is that that bow that you're shooting, the bow that I shot up to this year. Yeah. It doesn't they're, matter. They'll they're kill a deer down dang dead. Do you know? I mean. I done that it. deer dies if if you hit it right now if you just stick if them high right. in the back and they yeah. go running off with the arrow sticking out of them that's not good it's all in the practice and preparation that's right and more like, so than the gear like old buck basie says 
Gotta shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rules, regs, and safety. As a game warden, Gold is tasked with enforcing hunting and fishing laws of the state of Texas, but knowing the rules and being safe in the field were at the top of list for hunters. Uh, staying up with up to date with ever changing TPWD game regulations is essential for the Texas game hunter. So download the app that we have here in Texas, uh, and review it regularly. Things change and you may not know that. Um, but I think it's important wherever you're hunting to always, always keep up with the uh regulations because they do change you know whether they have an antler restriction or certain doe days or spike days or whatever those things are that go on in your county you need to know you ignorance is no excuse ignorance is not an excuse and if you have a question then reach out and ask and don't ask uh you know your drunk neighbor ask they'll uh, give you a ticket yeah, regardless of yeah, your intention. He, oh, I I didn't know that was <laughs> I wasn't okay. I didn't know I couldn't. Oh, I I forgot to do that. Well, you should know. It's that you're you're doing you when you sign that license and you buy that license and sign it, you're signing into a legal document, a legal agreement with the state of Texas that you're going to handle yourself a certain way. And uh Eller <laughs> They don't, I don't, man, I, I am so respectful of that. I, I totally get it. It's not like, you know, you're going 60 and a 55 and a cop pulls you over and, you know, you're arguing with them. And, and even then, you know, if, if you're going 60 and a 55, you're breaking the law. So and give you a ticket and game wardens are just, man, they're so particular about that stuff. And I, I'm fine with it. One of the most common, uh, and, and I'll say this before uh, leaving, one of the most common hunting injuries around is falling out of a tree stand or a stand. We know people that have. We know people that, uh, that so just be careful, guys and gals out there. I know it's season. Uh, I am excited, just as excited as you are, and uh, let's get it on. It's time to hunt, baby. Hey, yep. we've got a whole Careful. nother hour of the outdoor zone. We will talk deer hunting on the flip side. I think uh, TJ is going to give you ways to become a better hunter. <laughs> Top five habits, okay. and it good and bad. So we'll all talk right. about it. Uh, plus all your favorite segments coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone Live of the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can catch us at the, theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs>